episode 95 sponsored by bcsmorrows.ca. Today we got Montreal Bantamweight Brandon Lee as well as MMA Lab owner and coach John Crouch. Let's do it. Hello folks, how are you? Welcome to episode 95 here of FLA Exposure. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. It's been a hell of a day out here on the East Coast. Beautiful day nonetheless. Uh, I just want to, first of all, I guess, start this episode uh, by, man, prayers to to Lebanon. Uh, terrible, terrible thing here. Another god-awful thing here in 2020. So uh, prayers to anybody involved and uh, families and, and lots of love to you. Uh, as well, let's give a quick shout-out to our sponsor, Brett Cooper, or BC Kimonos, we'll call them. We don't want to show them out by name, but uh, BC Kimonos, check them out, bckimonos.ca. Been supporting us in the East Coast for a hell of a long time. All right, folks. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't be joined by Mr. John Crouch. Uh, he's having some issues. He's actually in Connecticut right now uh, for the Benson Henderson Michael Chandler 2. Uh, that takes place this upcoming Friday, so he's a little bit busy with that, dealing with some things. So uh, thanks to John, super great guy, and we'll uh, try to get him on in a future episode. Anyway, let's get right into it here with another stud, a Canadian stud, I guess we'll call him. Uh, this guy, he's uh, he's a one and know as a pro. He's from H2O. We've had a few of these athletes up, uh, from uh, Richard Ho's gym, H2O in Montreal, um, in the last couple of weeks. Adam Sacco, uh, Michael Dufour, uh, Frederick Dupre. I fucking butchered that. Either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, really funny guy. And uh, now uh, Brandon Lee. So Brandon, he comes to us, uh, like I said, out of Montreal. But one um, to know is a pro, but definitely not inexperienced. Uh, 10 amateur fights and probably about 20 street fights, if I'm guessing correctly. But uh, he's, uh, he's a very, very talented guy, and uh, he's got a big future in the sport. So uh, I've been following him for a little bit, and uh, I kind of reached out to him. Thought it would be nice to bring him on. So without further ado, let's bring him on. Mr. Brandon Lee, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm good, and you? Awesome, man. Thanks again for joining us. Really appreciate it. Yeah, it's been a, a bit of a rush. I was like trying to get home, and then with the traffic in Montreal, it's all crazy. So, Well, I appreciate uh, your patience very much, sir. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, it's it's like I said, we had our first guest uh, couldn't come on, unfortunately. So, yeah, for anybody who isn't aware, uh, Brandon rushed home, uh, and uh, I, I actually screwed up a couple things with this podcast for him. So he's been very patient with me. So <laughs> thank you for that, man. Um, let's get into it. I guess that you you already spoke about it. You know, here you're in Montreal. Yeah, traffic in Montreal sucks to begin with. What's it like right now? Uh, actually, it's uh, it's not as bad as usual but still it's it's still bad you know when it's <laughs> yeah. it's a rush hour mm. uh, we still have traffic but it's uh i guess the rush hour is a little bit shorter than usual that's uh, good because of covid there's a lot of people i guess working from home yeah. and stuff yeah. so yeah it's a bit it's a bit shorter but still when it's rush hour it's crazy there's mm. a bunch of people and not yeah. so it's definitely my favorite city though in canada if anybody like not that anybody would ask but I, I just you know it's one of those cities man that you can always have a good time there's the people are great the women are beautiful it's a fantastic place yeah and uh the jujitsu and mma is is definitely oh, it's amazing that, that's yeah. why uh that's why i moved here actually because uh, nice. before before that i was actually living in quebec city so uh, at the beginning, you know, mm -hmm. when I was starting to come to HO, I was driving back and forth. I, was, I would do a three-hour oh, wow. drive, go to the gym, train, and then three-hour drive back home. Wow. Incredible. Uh, Good for so, you. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, and then just because, you know, all the training partners, the, coach, the coaches and everything was 
just more refined and so much better over there, I decided to, you know, move and then uh, make it home, you know? Yeah, well, and did you notice anything from that? Like, uh, obviously, the different partners, different training partners and stuff, but did you notice your, your ability to recover changed in any way since you didn't have to do that drive? I noticed when I drive a lot and then I train home, the next day I'm very, uh, I'm not stiff, but I'm, I'm swollen almost. Yeah. My, like, uh, yes, the recovery was, you, you know, better, but uh, I was lucky enough uh, that when I, when I was, you know, actually going to Montreal and train, sometimes I would stay for like two or three days. Nice. And then uh, Richard, my coach, was letting me sleep on the couch in the basement. <laughs> so I was able to, you know, get some rest in between trainings and, uh, you know, recover from uh, the hard sessions. Mm -hmm. So I was lucky enough to have that. But yes, uh, for sure, you know, the driving was, uh, was, not, uh, was not as bad just because I could stay you know, just beside the gym. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, do you cr cross train as well? Do you still spend a little time in Quebec city or, uh, not really. No. Uh, I, you know, if, if I, if I'm there for a vacation or if I'm there for a little bit, I know I'm still friends with all the guys over there. So if ever I need to train, I know the door is open yeah. and I'm still, uh, you know, I'm all the guys over there. They're amazing, super uh, talented, you know, uh, especially the jitsu uh, scene in Quebec yeah. city. There's so many, uh, so many good guys. Yeah, Mikwa. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, we train at the same gym. Uh, you know, Sampa. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah that's where uh, that's where I met him actually. So uh, he's, nice. he's super talented and very, very talented. Uh, knowledgeable. Yeah, he is. He's like one of those just all around good guys that just can absolutely kill you too. It's just yeah, you know, yeah. he just. It's a very, he, he came, he drove out to Nova Scotia for a tournament I did back in the day. Like a, it was called the Nova Scotia Open, okay. but he came out and, and competed both days, gi and no gi. And there was big belts on the line. He came out and just took, took house, man. He had yeah, a tough yeah, match in the finals, but he is a beast, man. But, uh, well, how, how'd you get into martial arts? What's, uh, what's your story? Uh, I, you know, I did martial arts when I was younger, like probably seven or eight years old, but okay. nothing uh, super uh, competitive or I was just doing it for fun and, you know, to uh, be confident because when mm. I was young, I was super short and small and, you know, in school you get bullied and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So my parents just put me into martial arts just to, you know, feel better about myself maybe. Nice. Uh, and then worked. after that, yeah, it worked. Uh, definitely. So, uh, yeah, I, I played hockey after for a bit. And then around 17 years old, I just got back into martial arts because I wanted to compete. I wanted to you know, get better and see how far can I push it. Nice. And that's and from then I just never stopped and I kept kept going. Is that what it is for you? Like you know, it's I'm always amazed. Like again, I talk about this a lot, maybe too much, but I'm not like I'm a brown belt in jujitsu, but I, I'm a shitty competitor. I don't have that in me, but I'm always amazed at people who are just like as a promoter or as a fan. Yeah, the, the competitive fire is something that just is incredible. It's it's, uh, it's something you, you it's something you need to have, you know. For yeah. me, when I was back in, uh, just playing hockey, you know, mm -hmm. I was I, I remember I was always getting frustrated because we would lose a game, and I would be like, "Fuck!" Like I played a good game, how come we we, we lose that game? Like I felt, I I just took it so much. So could make a difference yourself. Yeah, and that's that's me. Also, one of the reason I liked uh, this sport because mm -hmm. even though in the gym you need training partners, you need teammates, but once 
it's uh, it's day. You know, you need to fight. It's fight day. It's yeah. it's all about you. You're you're alone in the cage. You know, you're alone. You have to do it yourself. So, if you make a mistake, it's on you. It's not on your teammate or your coach or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's 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 you. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I like about it. Yeah, it's 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 badass, man. I think it's a, I've, I think it's a you know the, there's there's spectrums of it. You know, mm -hmm. there's there's people who are like. I don't care. I want like I, we get messaged all the time. I just want to fight. Like who people have no experience at all, and it's like I don't know if that's as badass or stupid. But then kind of a bit of both, right? <laughs> but then like you look at people who are like really high level and get in there and just like they know that like the other person's going to bring it and, and they want that because that's going to bring their level higher, right? And that's the yeah. beauty of the sport, man. Like you said, there's there's only two people in there. Right. And, and unfortunately loss there, what I'm noticing, I guess that's the biggest difference between boxing and MMA, man. It's like, like, and, and fighters handle it much better too. losses. They really do in MMA. Like, like, yeah. Yes. Because it's, it's such a chess game. You know, you make one mistake and it can cost you the win mm -hmm. because there's so many, so many ways the fight can hand, you, you know, you, you can get submitted, you can get knocked out, you can, as anything can happen in boxing it's the same thing like anything can happen but still i feel like mma you, you have way more options there's too yeah. much uh, involved at the same time mm -hmm. uh, that's that's why uh, that's why you know you you, you get you lo you lose a, maybe a fight but it's you haven't lost the you know the whole thing your career no. is not over no because you can always not. improve you can always look back and see oh i made this move this thing or that's why it's more like a, a chess game. Uh, people that play chess, they, 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 they need to lose game in order mm -hmm. to get better and to learn and to figure out the strategy for the next one and the next one and the next one. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, that's why you, people in this sport maybe handle it better. Uh, well, like me, I have, a, I have a coach, you know, Jeremy McNamara. I don't know if you ever heard of him. No. He's a very, very good boxer and very knowledgeable. I've, I started working with him uh, in my last, you know, my first pro fight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. we, we, we were working together before, but more seriously, uh, you know, for my first uh, pro fight. And this guy is just a wizard when it comes to chess. And he approached really? a game, really like a game of chess. And that's what I, I really like about it, about him too. Like uh, he's super strategic and then yeah. he just brings this uh, mental game that's much different than any other uh, people I ever met or any other uh, coaches. And it's, uh, it's something that really, uh, that really got me. Interesting. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't have COVID and it can't come through. It cannot come through. The no, screen. you can't. Uh, <laughs> but um, shout out to our friends here at Ruddy that some nice masks for us. Um, but yeah, it's exactly what you said. And having mentors is something that's so important. Uh, yeah. Like people kind of made fun of Conor McGregor when he bought, brought in Ido Portal or whatever yeah. his name was for body movement and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of people do different things to make them successful at this sport. And you have to, like, it's not just cross training at different gyms. It's cross training from five different disciplines or strength and conditioning or whatever the hell it happens to be, right? Yeah, yeah. Like me, uh, you know, in my first pro fight, the... Uh, that's one thing that I really wanted is to be surrounded by the best in every aspect. So yeah. I had my, my head coach, Richard, which is, uh, you know, the, I think 
it's the best. He, he's just able to, you know, make a strategy and then, you know, think different and nice. bring. He, I think he, he can bring everything together. Uh, and I have like the best in conditioning. I have Ryan Ortizo for conditioning. You know, I had diet with uh, GF Godevo. I have I had uh, Jeremy for my striking and boxing. So I was also cross training at TriStar for grappling. So that's I think uh, that's what I think you need to do. You know, mm. to be successful, you just need to surround yourself with the best of every uh, every aspect. Yeah, no, it's true, and not not just in, in sport in life too, right? Like you have to challenge yeah. yourself. Yeah, like you have to push yourself. Like if you know, whatever it happens to be, and I think it's important to. That's how you grow as a person. And like you don't listen to some schmuck like me on here talking, right? But you know, everybody in life actually, you know, that's one thing that I'm big on. Everybody's got a story to tell, man, and you can learn from everybody whether. They're a doctor, a, a lawyer, a garbage man, or yeah. fucking whatever. Uh, no, no, I, that's uh, that's true. Like uh, you, you learn from everyone, and no matter how old or whatever, you you can still learn from them. Uh, yeah. Definitely, uh, that is is something that I learned myself too uh, throughout the years. You know, with mm -hmm. uh, fighting and stuff, I met so many different people mm -hmm. that uh, I noticed that every single person had something to bring and something to teach me uh and that's super uh, i'm super grateful for that too yeah that, well it's important man like and not and it goes both ways too like people yeah. who are older too are like sometimes should be like oh okay wait a minute god that kid's really smart you know or that whatever right and there's so many talented and smart people in this world man you got to utilize those people so good for you yeah um, that's any advantage you can get in this goddamn sport right to get ahead whether it's outside or inside the cage it's important other than trt yeah other than trt <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah no I, i'm i'm just uh, i'm very blessed you know you i know you you talk to a lot of my teammates at h2o mm -hmm. and the atmosphere there at the gym and the every guy is super competitive I love that. and i i think it's uh it's it's healthy you need that in the gym you know you need guys to kick your ass you know yeah. one day and then the other day it's your turn and i i you know they bring something new at the gym because they cross train somewhere else or they did something somewhere else and then you know you always mm -hmm. uh you always back and forth with them so i think yeah. that's uh that's one of the reasons we're all so uh successful and tight and tight yeah 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 it's a respect it's a deep it's a deep respect you know that you can only it's you can only get it by getting on the mats man there's yeah. only one way to learn and get respect at this you can tw tweet out shit you can do all that sh like in media whoever you are you can tweet all you like but until you step on those mats man i don't know it's hard to get any respect even from a lonely old me you know like uh you know a guy who doesn't compete a lot but i spent a shit ton of time on the mats right and yeah some things are just muscle memory and yeah it's important yeah. Man. You, you, that's that's all you gain that respect yeah you know when you walk in uh first day in the new gym you're you're like fresh meat you know yeah. everyone wants to get you yeah yeah so you need to you need to earn that respect yeah what, what's a sparring session like there you know it's obviously you said it's competitive it's it, but it you know to me like a lot of people complain about hard sparring sessions now but you know 50 50 to me like i don't know that's a that's a pretty regular pace i would think that yeah. people are keeping now uh the sparring sessions it, it really depends on like where you're at in your camp 
you know, okay. if you're preparing for a fight or if you're not preparing for a fight, uh, we, we like to, you know, do harder sparring, you know, outside of camp. Cause if you get injured or, you know, yeah. that's, uh, that's when, you know, you go harder. Um, so it, it really, it really depends, but yeah, for sure. We have days where, you know, you go hard and you get hit or there's, there's this where your teammates are going to push you, you mm -hmm. know, a lot. And there's other days where you, you just you just play smart, you go light, you just touch par, and you, you practice your timing, your your defense, or whatever. Uh, so yeah, it really it really depends. But we have uh, we have both spectrum. We have like hard sparring and then light sparring. Nice. It's, uh, we have both. That, that's a spectrum that I think like more promotions need to cover ourselves in general, our, yeah. ourselves ourselves in general, ourselves I guess first, like. You can cover, give that quick 30 seconds of sparring footage or whatever in a promo video. But the anatomy of how the gym actually works, I think, is a super cool thing. Like, like I don't know why gyms more don't kind of use that reality show aspect of, you know, because obviously a lot of secrets and, and shit gets out too. But, yeah, you know. <laughs> there's, there's a bunch of, you know, I, I think you have a recipe, you know. If you make the yeah. best, if you make the best uh, <clears throat> spaghetti dish ever, I, you, sometimes you know you want to keep some secret for yourself. Yeah, I think it's the same with the gyms. You know, every gym has has their own little secrets in terms of preparing their fighters and what they do. Are they doing more mental or are they doing more physical? Mm -hmm. So, I think every gym has their own secrets, and I think uh, I think it's important. I think that's uh, that's that's what that that is what makes it interesting you know yeah. to for for gym for gyms to compete against each other and stuff you know you want yeah. to test your recipe against the other one who yeah, makes you, the best uh, spaghetti <laughs> yeah that's right i always say that in business at the end of the day you can do whatever you want but it's at the end of the day it's who makes the best hamburgers yeah it's as simple as that yeah. you know and that's what the guy from wendy's always said he said they can have as much bullshit as all they want but it's who makes the best hamburgers the what comes down to yeah. and it's it's true right and and it's i think it's cross training is super important but it's also you know it's important like in the nhl you don't see the maple leafs and the bruins practicing together no right no. so yeah. it's if you're a professional athlete it's it's a little i don't know it's it's everybody what you're feeling on that uh, on what like on the like cross training cross, yeah like a lot of people cross train a lot yeah um i think i think it's good you know uh like i don't think it should be something prohibited or something that you yeah you should not do uh, i think you should do it but you should do also be careful on who you train with uh who you train with or are they going to be a future opponent or are they going to be, you know, your your next fight or something? You need to be careful on with who you train. But I think you should cross train and you should, you know, try uh, different gyms because uh, at some point, you know, when you train always at the same gym, you, you get comfortable and then you mm. get all, always the same partners and you you kind of know them, so you don't have that unexpected factor anymore. And I think that you should always always be on on your toe. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, when you train, you should always have that surprise because in in the fight, it's gonna it's gonna show. You mm -hmm. know, for me, I don't know if you if you saw my last fight, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but the guy came out. You know, 
pretty hard and I was pretty surprised. He got me with some good shot, a good uh, knee to the face that shocked me. Yeah. You know? So I, I was surprised. But if, if I would have never crossed train or if I would mm. have never just stayed in my comfort zone, in the fight, it would have, it would have shown that you would I, would quit. Have, I would have quit. You know, uh, so I, I think uh, what saved me in my last fight was that experience, you know, because I had uh, quite a bit of amateur fight and also yeah. just cross training with other guys that would, you know, keep me on the edge all the time. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's true. It's, it's, and why did you walk into a martial arts club in the first place? Really? I'm and I, like me. I look at me. I'm like, again, I'm not a great competitor, but why did I walk in there? I walked in there to challenge myself. Yeah. And, and I've been uncomfortable many times in, in my jujitsu life of going into different clubs or rolling with different people, but that's what kind of makes it fun. Yeah. Well, the, the, the main reason why I did that is, is just because of my background. You know, uh, when I was little, I was, I was getting bullied a lot at, in school, you know, sometimes even getting beat up by uh, three, four people, like, yeah, oh, you know, like that, really man. bad. Fucking bullshit. Hate it. And, and, yeah, it's. Uh, I think that's uh, one subject that you know I'm. Uh, I I try to make uh, people aware of it. You know, I was uh, at HO, I was teaching some kids class, uh, and I was like making people you know respect each other. You know, no matter what is your if you're different, you're shorter, you're small, like you're bigger, whatever. Yeah, I, I want everyone at the same uh, at the same level, and I think that just off the bat, that's one of the reasons why I got into. Uh, the martial art gym yeah. first and then after that i just fell in love with the competitive aspect but at the very beginning it was just to feel better about myself you know just trying to make myself better and then see if because when you when you you know live that when you're young sometimes yeah. you have trouble um you have trouble overcoming stuff you know you yeah. you uh, you start something and then you lose confidence mm -hmm. about it and then and then you just stop yeah. And for me, I was like, oh, no, I, I, I want to break that habit right away. So I, I just walk into the, the martial art gym and then I, I made a promise to myself that I would not uh, give up. I would just do it and I would just, you know, go up and up and up and up and nice. up just as, you know, just to get better. And then just yeah. to, you know, feel that I can actually achieve something from nothing. And then after that, just build on it. Good that's, for you. Wow. And at a young age, you did that. Yeah. I, at a young age, I did that. Yeah. Wow, very smart. Kudos to you. Yeah. I don't know how many people say kudos anymore, but kudos. I know. know I've never, I've never <laughs> heard that. Good for you. You know, and it's yeah. it's really true at a young age to be able to so smart. Because I I look at that like I, I dealt with kind of the same shit, like you know bullying and, and stuff, and it's so horrible, man. And I still struggle with it today. Some of that stuff, and for you to overcome that, it's such a, such a young age, and and to just kind of put it aside and and structure your fights and your mental wellness and your mental being mental yeah. well-being around it for fights it's good for you man very cool i like hearing that yeah it's uh and then i i i just felt that i wanted to do it for for me but also for others you know yeah. eventually one day you know when i as uh, as i get you know bigger in the sport and you know just in my life in general the more i get successful the more i i want to impact people as well Huge. you know like i, I I want to show that it's it's anything doable. Like uh, mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not special. Uh, I, like I don't want to say that, but it's like I'm just a regular guy that just mm -hmm. tries stuff and then just trying to make the best out of everything, you know. So I I, I just carry that. Uh, but that's huge. 
because yeah. there's so many people, man. Like I'm telling you, if like so many people, how like how many people do you know that doubt themselves every single day? I know, I know. Like, that's the that's a, you know. So day. people like you are motivating, whether you think it or not. Like it motivates me right now. Like it's true. Like fuck, man. It, people suck. People can be assholes to one another. So to have yeah. people that can come out of it on the other side and be successful, that's yeah. what people need in the world, man. Good stories like that. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's that's something I'm trying to carry. You know, every time I I see someone, you know, that want to start this project or want to do this thing, I'm like, yeah, man, just do it. Just go ahead. Just yeah, make do it. Like you, you're gonna be able to do it. I'm. Uh, and I'm 100% confident that they're going to be able to do it. Just You just need to put effort, time, and then there's no secret. There's no, uh, oh, I just I just do that super easy. I mean, nothing, you know, there's yeah. nothing easy, but everything's doable. Yeah, it's true. It's, you know, whatever in life, if you want to do it, work hard. There's some luck involved in some things, timing yeah. and everything. But, you know, without luck, come, uh, without hard work, a lot of luck won't happen too, right? So it's, yeah. it's, 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 you know it's a it's a pretty cliche saying but very true yeah what uh i guess we'll segue out of that for a little bit into into like fighting in, in quebec in the yeah. we'll call it bullshit scene it's, is, uh, i don't know in canada right now it's crazy anyway it's like yeah. I, I don't understand how fighters are coming and going out of the country which i fully support by the way but we can't put our own fights on here like that makes no sense to me at all uh, that's terrible i don't i don't even know if bullshit is the good word no man, it's we, should, we need something heavier than that but yeah yeah uh, that's bad honestly like uh, i i i feel like you know the uh, the government is like supporting all the business and then they want to like bring the economy back and they want to do all everything you know to make everything better mm -hmm. But we're we're there too, you know. We're we're helping the economy. We're making shows like the the promoters. They're they're making money, so mm -hmm. like it's also part of the economy, you know. Huge like, part. Uh, it's I I don't think you should you should put anything aside. Uh, I think you sh if you if you're gonna do something, just bring everyone in. Don't put some people just beside and be like, oh, later we're we're gonna think about you or. So bring everyone everyone together and then we're all going to figure out together yeah it's all true right. it's it's again going back to our our proposal our proposal was tw over 20 pages long and it was and i get it the safety aspect of it but like our, the way our proposal is there's like we propose just maritime only fighters too which makes yeah. no sense there's no cases there's two active cases i think in four problems or something so it's just yeah. anyway no, we can't cry over spilled milk but the milk's gone sour. <laughs> yeah, 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 and then and then in Quebec too, like there's no uh, amateur competition allowed. You know, like uh, everyone needs to do it, like uh, you know, underground or do their their own yeah. thing uh, quietly somewhere. You know, no no publicity, no nothing. But that doesn't help uh, for the fighters. You know, the up and coming guys. You know, young yeah. guys that you know they're hungry. They want to fight. They want to get better. They want to get experience. Yeah, it's kind of like just putting a stick in there. Uh, well, their, uh, there is a fight coming up this weekend, isn't there? Uh, August eighth uh, or something. Uh, MFL. Yeah, is that's that this weekend. Yeah, but that's that's actually going on in the reserve. Is it? Oka. Okay. Yeah. So that's. Uh, <coughs> I I think that's uh, you know some Good some team. of the fights are happening over there you know in Oka and uh, Kanawaki. Nice. Uh, they're able to do shows over there, which is pretty nice. You know, the the, the 
they're able Man, to support the local guys so. that's it if they can get away with it and do it i support it 100 man no question about it like whatever at this point like as long as it's safe which is the key right which i'm sure yep. it will be and i don't know fuck, i don't know i'm thinking about starting street beefs nova, <laughs> nova scotia street beefs yeah like, just like kimbo slice uh, back in the days on youtube that's it street that's fights it. have you, you ever know, seen Masvidal, that Masvidal fought on, man on that yeah and see where he is now that's right that's right who knows yeah. who knows well there's lots of have you seen this like street beefs on youtube have you seen nope. that, that oh man what's that yeah i don't know some it's like some guy got like cardboard boxes no like uh wood he's got like a wooden fence and it's sprayed okay. on it's like street beefs his name's scarface and it's got like hundreds like millions of views and it's just oh, these yeah. guys fight in the backyard but it's like there's an announcer and a ref fucking hilarious it's oh, terrible yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna definitely watch it it's I'm terrible gonna... <laughs> it's so bad but we could do the same thing yeah. i don't know i don't know how much covid testing's going in at street beef oh man i don't i don't think there's none i don't no, think there's none. nothing <laughs> yeah. as we're, long as we're... you have a beef you're good that's right yeah that's that's what it is like two guys hate one another so they come and they fight in this guy's backyard but um so yeah we're, we're looking at doing something in august or in the fall Okay. Nice. Uh, there's there is a, a company out here called Rogue uh, Grappling who does uh, they do great grappling tournaments like jujitsu tournaments out here in a in like a event once a year for a belt. It's like a Grand Prix. The winners of their kind of events go and they compete for this belt. So they're doing something in August, which is cool. Oh yeah. And that's then, uh, we're probably going to try because we're close to the rest of the country here, right? So if you come to the Maritimes, you have to quarantine for two weeks. Whereas oh. the rest of the country, you can go from province to province. Yeah, yeah, right? you can go. Yeah. So, yeah. <coughs> excuse me, Jesus. Anyway, uh, so yeah. So long story short, as soon as the country opens up, that's we're we're probably going to do something. Uh, not a, not a fight event. Obviously, we're not we're not going to. Oh, you can't up. you can't uh, you can't put on shows like uh, at all. Like even when it, if we oh. did it like they, they did in Oka, then we'd lose our license. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you so, better. Yeah, it's better it's, not finish. So 2021 will be our aim for for shows here, un unless it opens up. Like yeah. uh, there's other promotions saying they're going to do shows too. Everybody's saying they're going to do shows, but let me tell you, nobody's proposal was better than ours, man. Like I'm telling you right now. So if anybody's going to get, and I could be wrong, money talks. I'm just a fool sometimes, right? Yeah. But I think if anybody's going to get a show together, I think it's truly mm -hmm. us, or, or maybe Fight Night might be able to pull something together out west, but. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If not, we'll do a grappling event or something okay. like that in the cage. Maybe a couple, a couple brackets for money or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something oh, like nice. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you know, heel hooks, man. Only we had like uh, Taza and Ethan and all those guys down here many times for for events. Have you ever rolled with those guys? Never rolled with them. Uh, every time I was at TriStar, they were not there. I guess because they, they, I know they they do a lot of training in New York. Yeah. So they 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 they're traveling a lot, and I guess they have their own team, you know. Like yeah. <laughs> when I when I do train uh, cross train at TriStar, it's uh, the pro. Uh, it's like a pro. Uh, it's like all MMA fighters together, nice. and then it's a grappling session. Uh, I actually go with Fred, you know. The, oh, you know, nice. Fred's a pro. So. Yeah, he's he's hilarious, man. You guys yeah, are man. good. I love all your whole crew, man. You guys are awesome. Good good easy going people. Yeah. Yeah, you know he's a he's a nice guy. He's one of my best buddy in and out of the gym too. So uh, it's funny. I was gonna ask you who's the funniest guy in the gym. So it's probably Freddie. I think it's Fred. Yeah, no matter. Yeah. I think it's Fred, one of the funniest guy. 
him and then also make the four. The, these two together, it's it, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> you should, you know, it. you should. Um, if you want to get them on that uh, spicy challenge or something, you should make yes. it sort of a competitive. Uh, Will they do it? I think if you make it, if you make <laughs> competitive. it competitive, if there's something on the line, I think they'll do it. I even me, I, I, if you can make those two guys, you know, jump on this on a competition or something, I, I'm on it too. All right, all right. That's a good idea, actually. Gym challenge. Yeah, I like so, it. I don't know how. Like, are yeah, you challenging you... them right now? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, ch challenging them. I don't know if they're. Wa <laughs> I don't know if they're watching now, but uh, I'm challenging them on that. There you go. Perfect. There's a challenge on the one chunk challenge. I love it. H2O one chunk challenge. I'll we'll have to get four or five of you on there, and we'll get you all there at the same time. You can all eat it on a podcast at the same time. I have you done it? No, no, you haven't no. done it. No, hell no. I wanted hell to no. know what it what it feels like because I've seen hot. I've seen like all all kinds of challenge like the one chip challenge too. Okay, yeah. So same it's like thing. one million Scoville or something super uh, insane. This, this is like uh, so oh shit, sorry. So it's like uh, peanuts, real butter, Carolina Reaper pepper, all in one bite with ghost peppers on top of it. Oh, fuck. That's, oh uh, that's yeah, that's hot. Yeah, it's nasty. It's like. But a, what's the challenge? You need to eat it and then no water for one minute or something. For or? ten minutes. For ten minutes, no water, no nothing for ten. No minutes. nothing. No nothing. Yeah, the last guy had to take his pants off. What? Yeah, he had to take his pants off on the podcast. It was oh, too hot. Jesus. Yeah, he he he. His, and anybody, if they make it. If they eat it, that to me, that's you. You you got the challenge. I yeah, don't know. yeah. But the uh, ten minute, the ten minute, that's it. Uh, uh oh, oh, Fred, Fred says yes. Fred says go. yes. Uh oh, where's Mick? Go. Where's Mick? Mick, do four. That's it. H two O one chunk challenge. <laughs> All it right, is. so so you you got two guys. We need we need the one more. We need Mick or even any any other guys. Two more. We'll get two more. Two more. Let's go. Two more. No problem. We'll send those out to you guys and get you on there eating them online. I love yeah. it. Hilarious. Before we get going, man, you know, a couple of just random questions for you. Yeah. You know, you've been at this a hell of a long time out here on the East Coast. There's a like for us, we're a new promotion too. You know, we're like we've done lots of grappling events, but not so many MMA events. Yeah. For amateur fighters, like what what's important to an amateur fighter? Uh, what's important? You need experience. You need you need mm. to fight. You need to because you can't. You need to be active. For me, as an amateur fighter, that's what I was looking for. Right, just to be active, just piling up fights one after each other. You know, uh, especially in amateur, you're not cutting that much weight, so yeah. you don't. You, you know, your body doesn't get stressed. You know, as much as if you would have to do a big uh, weight cut. Uh, so as an amateur, it's important to you know just get fights like uh, Fight Quest. They that's one of their uh, their big thing is they're pretty uh, they're pretty accurate. So if you want to fight every show, you, it's it's uh, it's the best. Important. You know they have a schedule. They they just come up with a schedule and they just follow that schedule. You know like just be accurate on the schedule and and consistent. And that's that's what you need. You need that uh, as an amateur. You just need a consistent fight. Just uh, yeah, because you didn't have a lot of canceled fights. You had a few, like two or three, I think, but not a lot. No, not a lot. I was just fighting and just taking fights uh, one after each other as much as possible, you know, because when I first started amateur fights, uh, they were illegal. They were allowed. So there were shows pretty much everywhere. 
And then it got bad. So for a couple of years, I couldn't really fight in MMA. So then I just, I, I did some kickboxing fights, you know, mm -hmm. that were not on uh, uh, topology uh, or, you know, on the record. So mm -hmm. I did some kickboxing fights. Uh, I was also comp competing in, um, in uh, uh, jiu-jitsu also as well. Nice. So United. Uh, yeah, SAU, uh, Grappling Industries, uh, I can't remember all, uh, all the venues that I did, but mm -hmm. I did quite, quite a lot. Nice. And then, um, so yeah, I was just trying to stay active. And then once the MMA got back, you know, Fight Quest and everything, I just like, just uh, did fights just back yeah. to back to back to it's back. important, man, getting that cage time, you know, that, that time inside, the, like the, you, you said... You, there's so many looks, cross training, mad time, but it's hard to experience what's going. And I'm I'm saying this as someone who doesn't know, but like once the door closes, things are a little bit different. Yeah, 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 you need you need experience. Like for me, I'm happy because my amateur career not only had uh, like a decent amount of fights, I also had uh, like length. Also, like you yeah. Know, I was able to, you know, get title fights and also do all five rounds or all three minute, uh, like three rounds, you know, like yeah. just get experience and then, you know, lose the first round and then win the second two or lose the first one and then, or just different stuff. You know, yeah. uh, you need to experience that, uh, be in deep waters, you know, getting yeah. takedown, you can't, yeah. you can't get up, but you, you got to yeah. work, you know, you need to get lose. Up. You need to lose. You need I, to get I, your ass I, kicked, right? Yeah, you, you. You need thing and then just trying things up too. Like uh, if uh, if you know, try things in the fight. You know, if uh, play with the strategy, uh, play with your. You need to find also your style. What's what type of fighter are you? Are you more of a grappler, more of a striker? Mm -hmm. uh, you need you need to find yourself as well. So you, so uh, that's why you need uh, amateur fight just to figure out what's your style. What do you prefer? Where are you comfortable? Because. Yeah. In the cage, you need to be able to relax and then recover because at some point it's gonna like rush, 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 blast. Yeah. But you also need to find where you you can be comfortable and then get your air and then recover. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's so much more to the sport than just throwing punches for sure. No, no, it's, Scott's it's a, got a question there. I think you you kind of answered it there at the same. You know, advice for anybody start training. It's you answered it pretty well. Uh, any yeah, other advice that you'd if, add to that? If I have an advice, it's just don't wait start now yeah like, do it now just sign up do it and then uh don't put too much stress on your shoulder you know like in terms of like uh, oh i want to do this or do that just have it in your mind but don't put too much stress over it because eventually it's it's gonna it's gonna drain you and then you you kind of like you're gonna lose that that maybe that passion or that yeah. fire inside you so just don't stress over it just do it embrace the journey and just just keep going you know that way it's gonna it's gonna be easy you know for sure you're gonna have hard times but it's gonna be yeah. easier along the way and that's where you're gonna be able to last and have a long long career yeah you're gonna yeah. love it well that's well said advice. man and uh, i i think you you yourself how old are you if you don't mind me asking i'm 25 yeah man you guys i'm so jealous i'm so <laughs> jealous when i was 25 i was uh, like i told uh fred there i was bartending I think I was bartending on at the on Saint Laurent at Bonanate, a restaurant there. Okay. That's uh, for a while and, and living life in a different way in Montreal. 
but yeah. uh, it's a cool city, man. I uh, hopefully I can get up there and train and spend some time with H2O and and take my lickings up there. I'd, I'd be honored to come up and, and chat. And sometime I hope to get uh, Mr. Richard Ho on the podcast. Uh, I know he's he doesn't talk a lot. Uh, he doesn't do a lot of podcasts. He doesn't randomly, but uh, no, no, he does it. He does it randomly. But I, I'm sure uh, you know if you if you reach out to him and then uh, we'll get him on the one chunk challenge too. Yeah, if he's down for it, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I know Richard's pretty. Uh, he's a pretty open guy, very nice guy. So I'm sure if you give him the opportunity, I think he, I'm pretty sure he will take it. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I can't. I can't speak out for him, but uh, of course, yeah. he's a uh, he's a nice guy. Well, we'll reach out. Well, thank yeah. you so much, man, for joining us. Uh, I gotta say, you know, uh, you're a very easy guy to talk to, and thank you, super, you know, intellectual. And I think you're gonna go very far in the sport. And keep it up, man. Keep being a leader in positive, like that mental health stuff. You know, again, I've dealt yeah. with it myself. Uh, I still deal with it. So, uh, if you ever want to reach out and chat, by all means, I can use a positive note every single day, man. So, so yeah. lots of love to you, and keep keep spreading the good vibes. Thank you. Thank okay, you for bye. having me. All right, Take man. Care. Mr. Brandon Lee. There you Bye. have it, folks. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, you know, those are the kind of stories I love, folks. Obviously, positive and, and healthy and, and positive mental health. It certainly goes a long way. So thanks for being a great ambassador for that, Brandon, and uh, also for our sport. Yeah, great guy. Great chat. My apologies for John Crouch not being able to make it. As I said, folks, he's uh, a little hung up there in Connecticut with uh, Benson Henderson down there for Bellator 243 on Friday night. He's uh, fighting Michael Chandler for the final, uh, for the second time, I guess, not final time. Anyway, thanks again. This episode, BC Kimonos, check them out, bckimonos.ca. Been supporting here on the East Coast since 2014. As well, check out all of our fantastic sponsors located behind us. We will be doing a massive prize pool coming up here for episode 100 with items from all of our sponsors. Uh, check out our apparel page online, obviously, fightleagueatlantic.com. Lots of apparel on there, hoodies and T-shirts and other apparel to come. Anyway, folks, I would say if you can be anything in this world, be kind. Unfortunately, that's what Ellen said. So Ellen's in a lot of shit right now. So just be fucking nice. See ya. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to hit that subscribe button. As always, thanks to our friends and sponsors. Without you, none of this is possible. I'm not, 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 I'm not,